In today's Mishnah, so we're in the second and third Mishnah, the fourth Perek Masech Nadarin. The mission begins: Hamudar If someone makes a neder saying he doesn't want to get any from his friend, so for example, in this situation, Reuven prohibited himself from get, receiving any hana'a from Shimon. So in that situation, there's still certain things that Shimon can do. So Mishnah says Shimon can shokel it shiklo. If you remember, there's an obligation for everyone to give a machatzit a shekel half shekel on an annual basis, and that was used to fund the korbanot atzivor, amongst other things, as we learned back in Masech Tashkalim. So nonetheless. What the Mishnah says is that Shimon can pay the Machatita Shekel for Reuven. Similarly, Uporea et Chovo is able to pay off any debts that Reuven owes. And that is because, if the Gemara explains, he's not giving him direct benefit. He's simply what's doing Havrachat Arim Alav, which uh, literally means he's chasing away any lion that's putting him at risk. But what that really means is that he's simply preventing any danger or damage from reaching Reuven and not giving Reuven direct benefit. Let's continue. Likewise, it says, If Shimon finds the lost object of Reuven, he's able to return it to him. And that is because he's simply performing the myths of Hashavat Aveda, and it wouldn't be considered a violation of the Neder. However, it says, In a location where what would happen is, once a person returned an Aveda, the person it was returned to would give him some money. In this case, what Mishnah says, What that means is, is if Shimon said, Look, I don't want to, uh, you don't need to pay me anything, I'm happy to give this back to you. In other words, his moichel, he forgoes any money that he should have been receiving for performing the mitzvah. Then in that situation, Reuven can't gain any benefit from it. So what he has to do, is Mishnah says, it's given over to the treasure in the base of Migdash. The Batanur actually says that in this situation is really a case where they're both amudar ha'na from one another. They're both made a neder that they don't want to receive ha'na from each other. So in that situation... He can't give him the money due. Another party can't forgo the money due to him. So what do we do? We simply have the money goes to Hektash. Let's learn Mishnah Gimel. What this means is Shimon's allowed to do hafrasha trumas amasra for Reuven. What that really means is that that's the situation Reuven says, anyone who wants to do hafrasha for me, go ahead and do so. It does not mean, however, that Shumon was nominated as a direct chalich of Reuven, because in that situation he would be giving ha'ana to him, and as we explained, that would be a violation of the neder. What's interesting here, the Mafashim explained that if Shimon was separating from his own produce for Reuven, he wouldn't even have to do it with Reuven's knowledge, and he'd still be able to do it without being a violation of the neder, because it would simply it would be very similar to, as we explained, the previous mission of simply paying off a debt. Let's continue. Humak Rivalav. If Shimon is a Kohen, is able to offer the various korban for Reuven. For example, kine zavin, kine zavot. These are the bird offerings that complete the tower process of a zav or a zava. Or kine yoldot, or if a woman gave birth, after to end her tower process, she brings a pair of birds. Likewise, a chatat and an asham. Now, despite the fact there is a direct benefit, you might think, for the person, Reuven, whose korban, these korban are being offered for, because they would now allow him to partake in korbanot, Nonetheless, we say that according to this Mishnah, we say that the Koinim are, are not acting as direct agents of the person they're offering korbans for. They're simply the Shaliachs of Shamayim, meaning they're acting as agents almost nominated from Mina Shamayim. Let's continue. He can teach him, meaning Shimon can teach Reuven Midrashim on Psukim, for example, Michil to Sifra Sifri, Halachot Agadot. Why? Because someone's not allowed to be paid for Limbad Torah, and therefore. All he's doing is helping fulfill a mitzvah. And foregoing any fees due, it, it doesn't really matter because he's not allowed to charge anyway. However, loyim modeno mikra, how we cannot teach him psukim, pisuk tamim, had a lane, for example. 
if he's not receiving any pay from Reuven, because otherwise, he'd, by, by doing for free, he'd be giving him benefit. He's able to teach his Shimon to be able to teach Reuven's children, because once again, he's simply fulfilling the mitzvah in the place of Reuven of teaching his children. And as we said previously, mitzvah lavli nitnul. That fulfillment of a mitzvah is not considered a hana'a. Certainly in this case, it will be a violation of the neder. Similarly, that Shimon can also provide food to the children and wife of Reuven. Because again, this is equivalent to simply paying off a debt or paying machasid sheka. However, according to the first opinion, he cannot feed the animals of Reuven, whether they're kosher or non-kosher animals, because this is giving direct hana'a to Reuven in that it's increasing his assets, his property, it's improving them, it's fattening it up. Rabbi says, no, he can actually still feed a non-kosher animal, not a kosher animal. So Amrullah, what's the difference between the two? So Rebeliezer responds, that once an animal is shechted, I mean the, the nefesh goes to Shemaim, so you, in other words, you have to wait till animal shechted before you can get any benefit. And the guf is still his, meaning he can get benefit after shechted from, say, the meat. That's meya. When it comes to non-kosher animal, there's a difference. That the fact that you're fattening up this animal, it doesn't benefit you because if you shech this animal, say a horse, you will be able to benefit from the meat. So Amrullah, let me say back to Rabbi Yisrael, I said, I'm sorry, there's still benefit from the goof of the animal as well that can belong to you. Why? If he wishes, after his animal's been fattened, he could sell it to non-Jews, or even after he shech said he could feed it to his dog. So consequently, we find that there's no difference between kosher and non-kosher animals. If Shimon fed Reuven's animals, he would be giving him direct benefit and it would be a violation of the netter. Those are the Mishnah today.